Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Shardangerous. And it's your boy, DJ Big Bopper here. How's it going today, Shardang? You know, I'm doing okay. It is uh, officially finals week. It's uh, last day of class. Tomorrow is dead day, um, which actually, I don't know how dead day works on this campus because usually it's like your last day of class. Mm-hmm. Dead day means no class, no finals, no anything. And then the next day starts finals. But I'm pretty sure, I know that there's some finals today. Teachers, you know, they kind of just do what they want. And, like, they'll assign finals during class time so you can get them over with, which is fine. I'm cool with it. But, like, some, I think there are some finals tomorrow. So we don't get it that day. Which is weird because my freshman year here, we used to have, like, a week. It was dead week. And that was when you go and study for all your finals. You sit down (laughs) and get everything done. And now it's like her. It's like a half day now. Yeah, exactly. It's like a dead 12 hours. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And it's just, I don't know, it just seemed kind of odd to me because I don't really know what's going on anymore. I mean, I already have one final to do, actually. All of my um, all of my classes, we already had our finals in. So I just happened to have uh, the final on a Saturday at 8 a.m. Uh-huh. See, I'm supposed to have a Saturday final, but I don't because... The way I the way my classes got set up this semester, I'm kind of okay with it. I have one final next week. Um, two of my classes, I have, or actually most of them. So one of my classes, um, our speech was our final. Made a hundred on that. Boom. Now I don't have to go to that class anymore. I'm done with that class. Done with that. Uh, everything. Speech is done. Mm-hmm. One of my classes, um, I have like a big portfolio project due, and that's due on Friday. One of my classes, I have three. Papers due by 2 p.m. on Friday. Stressing. Um, and then I have two actual finals that I have to take. Um, for my online classes, one of them is proctored. Okay. One of them is not. See, I've had that. It's like the examinity thing. and they you, have Well, you can take it through examinity, which is basically, if you don't know, if you guys don't know, it's, um, it's an online service to where what they'll do is you, you download a bunch of stuff. You pay some money. You download some stuff, and basically you like have to register and everything, and someone watches you over the computer take your exam. I mean, NSA's already watching, so... That's what I'm saying. Why can't my NSA agent just... <laughs> I was like, yeah, come on, you can do it. For me, that way I can save a little bit of money. <laughs> but no, I decided to, like, I'm going to take this one at the testing center because I hate examining. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't so, really like taking... If it's a proctored, I'd rather just do it. So I need to sign up for that time today. I think that final's due Wednesday, so I'm going to take it on Monday at the testing center. Okay. And you said so, well, you have, what, two, three, three essays to do? Yeah, three papers. And I have a lot of stuff due this week to do this week, and I'm kind of on mm-hmm. edge. But um, I, next week's going to be better. There you go. Yeah, I have one essay due, and that's the last assignment for this one class. And um, I think it's like 1,200 words, which isn't a lot, but, you know, I'm not a writer, so I'm probably going to be going for that word limit, like Cusco's poison, the poison to kill Cusco, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Got to ramble on about some topics, hit that word count, you know how it is. He was born on March 25th. March 25th was the day that he was born. It was a day, it was the 25th of March, and it was quite nice outside. It was uh, 11.27 p.m. when... uh, Thomas Edison was born. It's just it's something just crazy. But what song do you have for us today? Well, um, 
Let me see. I kind of had to think about it for a second, but then I didn't. Um, I'm a real big uh, fan of music. If you don't know, I listen to a bunch of different stuff, though. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's always kind of like hard for me to choose a song because I don't, I don't know, like literally I've said it before. What I'll do is I'll go to like, what did I recently save? Um, but one of the things I've been doing lately, like I just got my record player in the mail like last week. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite things to do is like look up like records and stuff and like I add them like I always add them to like my list or whatever and I'm mm-hmm. like okay I'm gonna ask for like my goal is like I'm making a lot of like changes and stuff in 2019 so I'm like you know I'll limit myself to like one splurge a paycheck and like by splurge I don't mean like I'm gonna like spend a hundred bucks on this like literally one splurge like I'm gonna spend 20, 30 bucks on something I really want or really think that I need and then go from there. And so um, I've decided that I'm gonna do that with my records. So I like I have a list, a running list, and I'm like, um, I want to, you know, like every month or mm-hmm. whenever, every, no, every two weeks, I guess. Every time I get paid, I wanna like buy a new record or whatever. Uh, and the 1975 just came out with a new album. I They hold a really special place in my heart just because um, when I came, when I started at Tarleton, when I was a student here, my first semester, um, I was really, not confused, but like kind of lost in a sense because I um, had decided that I wasn't going to do band anymore. And like, I know that seems like a nerdy thing, but like, just like, and it, it's not about marching, but to me, it's just like yeah. about the music. And I love music so much. Music has always been a huge part of my life. And so, like, to be so heavily involved with it for, like, seven years nonstop mm-hmm. and then to go from, like, not, you know, it not being there um, was real, you know, um, hard for me. And then I started, I remember, but I started Charleston in the summer. And so I had seen, and all my classes were in the math building, so I had seen the radio station. Mm-hmm. And I knew we had one. Um but I saw, I got an email, I like went home, when I, I went home for like two weeks before school started, and I um, was like, it would be so kind of cool to like work at the radio station. Like I like started to write an email to uh, Lance McFarlane, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just like, you know, saying, how can I get involved with this? And um, I never sent that email, and I should have, but um, what happened was I got an email about you know they would send out the e-blast or whatever yeah and one of them was just about like orientation or whatever and so um i came to orientation and i became a dj and so the end of the first semester um me and uh, his name is preston no i think it was the second semester one the second semester um we came we got tickets to go to a 1975 show okay and i remember when the album came out i fell in love with it and so they'll always have a special place in my heart. Um, and I decided that that's one of the, you know, their first, not their first album, but the last album and this one are records that I really want to get. Um, but so the song is called Sincerity is Scary. And just take a listen. The song's actually over. But anyways, <laughs> you've been listening to it this whole time. I don't, um, they, like, they're really kind of a vibey group. They are a bunch of like they have a lot of different sounds and stuff like that and that's what i really appreciate about I like it the jazz like uh sound that they yeah. have in the back you know yeah right I this like song that. is they have a lot of like 
They have a lot of like brass in that. Because there's, sure. um, so there's like off their new album, there's like Give Yourself a Try, which is like super like upbeat, up tempo. And then there's Love It If We Made It, that's pretty like mellow and mm-hmm. chill. And then there's that one, it's called Sincerity is Scary. And it's very like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I was listening to it yesterday with my headphones on. No, it's very cleaning like, my room, and it was just like, like very yeah, high, you know. yeah. But while also being a little bit mellow and kind of just like yeah. it's it's kind of jazzy and stuff. And so I don't know that uh, that's a song that I've been listening to like on repeat, and I can't wait to order that one. So, um, Bob, what about you? What is your song of the week? <laughs> All right, so mine's gonna be like really basic. <laughs> Are you going basic, white girl, Lana? Uh, and. I- it's just like dawned on me that I haven't done Travis Scott yet, and uh, so I figured, you know, what, what's a better time than now? He is at now number one on the charts for this song, so I was like, I've been jamming this out. I've been jamming out to this. You know, i got to represent the H-Town, so I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to put mine for Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. And if you haven't listened to uh, Astro World yet, then you're under a rock. Even if you if you haven't listened to Astro World, you've listened to Sick on you, You've had to have heard this song, or at least some portion of the song, even in memes, uh, just on the radio. You've had to have listened to it. So I'm just gonna go. I know it's a little basic, <laughs> but it's the one I'm gonna choose for this week. So let's take a listen to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going on you with the pick and roll, younger flame here in sickle mode. Made this here with all the ice on in the booth. At the gate outside, when they pull up, they give me loose. Yeah, jump out, boys. That's Nike boys hopping our coast. Way too big when we pull up, give me the loot. Give me the loot. <laughs> I love that song, dude. I it's to me, it's just like really catchy. Man, it's super catchy. It's there's three different beats in this one song. They switch it up, and I just I don't know what about it, but even though it's like a slower tempo, it's still like a really like pump song. Yeah, no, this is one of those songs that like um, this summer for sure. I was really into music this summer. Mm-hmm. It's like this summer, like. I would put this song on, like, when I'm on my way home from my internship, and just, like, like, you know, there's the songs that, like, you just, like, rap, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Stacy Dash, most of these girls ain't got a clue. See, like, I is, love the lines in this song. This song is the reason my front speakers do not work in my car. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It's just, like... I have to say, I haven't really... Um, Trap Scott hadn't really released anything... For like a couple years before Asher World, and I have to admit, like Asher World blew me away. It was yeah, a phenomenal, like just phenomenal. And see, album. honestly, attack me, attack me. I haven't listened to the whole album. I've listened to this song though. <laughs> I would hope I mean, so. No, I mean obviously, but like. Well, he just released a new mu- music video, and it's them like kind of going over. Like yeah. Astro World, so I yeah. haven't seen it yet. I saw it got released, but I need to watch that. I'm yeah. curious because, ah, uh, man. Also, another favorite part of this song is like the switch ups. <laughs> this comment, Astro. Astro, the comments is like me turns on the song. Mom, stop changing the song. <laughs> She's in love with who I am. One of my friends, she posted this thing on uh, Snapchat, and her mom was, like, super tired one day. 
and she put this as a quote. I did have to say like like, 13 hours to LA and got me out like a light. How soft would he have to be to take half of a Xanax to be out for 13 hours? I don't know. I've never taken Xanax. Bop. Down the block. But anyways, those are our songs of the week. Um, we are we do have a playlist, so if you guys want to check that out, it's gonna be um, on a, we're on Spotify, the mm-hmm. Planet One or Seven, or no, it's Cakes the Other Planet, I believe, is our Spotify. So um, come check us out. It's uh, Wave the Planet Music Rex, and it's gonna be uh, every week. It's our recommendations for our favorite songs, and we put them all in a playlist for y'all. Yep, just so that you guys can hear the musical genius that we are uh, creating <laughs> for you. Um, we're really good at the music thing, so <laughs> is that a thing? We're not too shabby. Do you know that somebody <laughs> we're professionals? Okay. Um, yeah, we're professional slackers. Um, anyways, we got some music news today. That's right. What do you got, Bob? I have a little bit on Ariana Grande and her uh, Thank You Next. I got a little bit about Drake. Oh, we're going to talk about Thank You Next. <laughs> we got a little bit on Drake's and his streams. And then it looks like we also have a bunch of the end of the year rankings and uh, yeah. just different things and statistics for 2018. So we're going to go also go into that. And then what do you have over there? Well, as you said, it's the holiday season. Yep. But, you know, the end of the year, that's when uh, they actually just announced who's going to host the Ox- Oscars next year, too, Kevin Hart. Well, yeah, so I did see that. They're going to be funny. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the holiday season, that's where, you know, the year is almost over. That's where you can kind of, like, tally up yeah. your total. So I have the uh, NPR Top 10 Albums of the Year. I like NPR's Top Albums of the Year mm-hmm. because NPR is very diverse. Yeah. You know, and, and the world is, um, living in America, the world is way more diverse than what we see and oh, think. Yeah. Like, uh, the most, I was reading something and it said the the country that gets the most streams on Spotify is like, is Mexico. With like 22 hmm. million or 22 billion or something like that. Wow. I'd... And it's like, you're like, because uh, Spotify is expanding to somewhere else too. Um, I well, think they're expanding to China. Well, I know we had talked about um, how they were starting like their uh, different parts of the world. Like they had the playlist for different parts of the world and different yeah. things. So, I mean, that's real cool. I didn't know. Th- I honestly had no idea Mexico was the, had the most streams on Spotify. I thought that was like, I don't know. I guess it's because I'm American, so I think I'm the center of the world, I guess. Oh, it's expanding. Um, it's eyeing India. Oh, okay. So Apple Music is expanding to China. Um, and Spotify is trying to go to India, and India's so that's like one billion. That's <laughs> at least one billion people. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. No. But yeah, and then I have some uh, some remake news. Um, we talked last week about these Disney remakes, and I don't know. How I feel. I still haven't seen The Grinch. Like I don't the, know if I'm going to or not. Yeah, I uh, I went to the movie theaters and I kind of poked my head in just to check it out. And mm-hmm. I was like, eh. I know I'm going to end up watching it just simply yeah. because my mom loves The Grinch. Yeah. But even she is kind of on the fence of it. Yeah, I like, I'm to the point where I'm like, I'm going to see it. I don't know when, um, but I'm probably going to see it. I, I'm going to go into it, though, with a like... Mindset of okay, hopefully this is good. It's you know, just, like I, I want to be neutral about it, but I don't think I'm gonna like it. Like my mother, she loves like uh, Illumination, you know, yeah. Despicable Me and the Minions. Yeah, and my mom does too. Of course, she loves The Grinch, but mm-hmm. then she's like, she's like, I just, I don't know if I want the two. Yeah, combined. See, I've heard that it's cute, 
and I'm like, that's for me, the way I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm going to feel about it is like, okay, it's a cute movie. It's, you know, a Grinch remake, but it's not for me. It's made for the kids. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's made for the kids. It's not for me. Not horrible, but it's not made for me. But we'll see. Yeah, we definitely have the live action one where (laughs) the Grinch is a very nice person. Oh, (laughs) I I love the live action. I watched it a couple nights ago. Simply throws a girl into the trash. It's cool. You know, it's cash. It's garbage. (laughs) Literally. Um, and then Cardi B in Offset news as well. And then I got some sports news. We're talking about Urban Meyer for a sec. Um, I always got to talk about my fantasy league. <laughs> um, you know I have to brag about the Dallas Cowboys. How are your Texans doing? We'll get to that later. <laughs> hmm. And your Rockets. Uh, I Well, <laughs> look, like I told you, even without Camelo, we are still losing. He wasn't the issue. <laughs> he wasn't the problem. Oh, and we're going to talk about um, the Redskins because, you know, I'm a fan of them. I hate them. Um, so what are you going to start us off with? You want to just hop in? We do a little bit of Ariana Grande. I know you said you want to talk about that. Uh, Thank you. Next. Have you seen this music video? I have. Okay. Thank God. So this is okay. So this is going to be part of. Because of Thank You Next, this is what happened. So, Mm -hmm. in addition to inspiring countless memes and topping the Billboard Hot 100, Ariana Grande's Thank You Next has impacted our viewing habits as well. Uh, The epic video for the Smash single, which paid a hilarious homage to four of Grande's favorite films, Mm -hmm. led to a weekend spike in views for Mean Girls, Legally Blonde, 13 Going on 30, and Bring It On. Yes. So, according to Amazon Streams, for each of the films had an Increased an average of 33% from Friday, November 30th to Sunday, December 2nd. Wow. And you know that that's like, that's not a coincidence. Oh, that's no. because yeah. of Ariana Grande. Just like uh, when we had Queen resurgence, resurface on the top 100, it was yeah, because when, of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, which I still haven't seen. Me neither, but I heard it's like a three hour movie, so. I don't care. I'm down for it. I just need to. It's not in theaters anymore. Oh, is it not? Not here. Dang, I was saying it's a three-hour movie, so I'm gonna be going to the uh, dining theater and just chill and eat. Honestly, <laughs> but because of all that, like, I mean, <clears throat> I've watched all of these anyway mm-hmm. throughout the year, at least once a year. So, mm-hmm. because I mean, Mean Girls, the only poo sign I have is on October 5th. He asked me what it was. It was what October. Day it was. October or third, third. October sorry, third. Sorry, sorry. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. That's my only poo sign. So every October third, obviously, you have to watch Mean Girls, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and this year, October third was on a Wednesday, so yeah. we had to wear pink. <laughs> like, it was crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I wore the I wore my little pink, my pink shorts. That's mm-hmm. right. So because of all that, that really doesn't surprise me though, because a no, lot of me I mean, I mean, some people might think it's surprising. But these are all films that were, like, going on when we were younger. Yeah. And so, to me, the good thing about this is, like, there's also some more awareness now. Mm -hmm. Because, like, me and – I consider us millennials. (laughs) I consider the kids coming in now Gen Z. Yeah. So, like – and believe it or not, like, there's certain, like – some will say millennials, or they'll say that Gen Z is 2001. I consider Gen Z, like, two, 1998 and above. I think, like, the youngest millennial now is, like, 19 or 18 or something. Yeah. I believe we're all legal now. Yeah. And so it's, like, um, but these movies have been out for forever. Yeah. And so it's, like, it, it only a couple years doesn't sound like a big difference, but it's, like, the difference between 
watching a movie because it comes out when you're like seven and then watching it again like later on in life versus like watching it when you're like or it coming out when you're three and you just never watching mm-hmm. it because you know it wasn't a part of your life or whatever so like i remember watching bring it on uh 13 going on 30 legally blonde and um why can't i remember the last one mean girls and so <laughs> my favorite one mean girls i watch mean girls on halloween i watch mean girls on christmas because it is a halloween and a christmas movie prove me wrong you Changed can't my mind the jingle bell rock that makes it a christmas movie i love and that the, dance. the one little halloween party makes the it a halloween ho- party makes it a halloween movie it's the wrong kind of dress up <laughs> honestly that's what i would do but but yeah i agree i it like more people are watching these films and they're like because you know the sad thing is you know someone's gonna watch this movie and be like oh that's reese witherspoon the actress from so-and-so like a movie she did two years ago versus no she's Elle woods that movie happened in my childhood yeah like, legally blonde came out like in early 90s right or like mid 90s I think because there's been three legal. I swear, blogs. if it's like in the 2000s, I'm gonna feel really dumb because I remember it being like old. Uh, 2001. Uh, but that's okay. Well, I was four when this came out. Yeah, I was like, you were old. <laughs> yeah, I could have. I did watch that when it came out. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're talking about like the what a four year difference is like. Okay, so this is the diff- four years difference is the difference between dial-up and high-speed internet everywhere. Yeah, we like, were talking about this in the office a couple days with Lance. Okay, a couple days ago with Lance, and it's like the difference between having you, like your first cell phone mm-hmm. and like getting your first fo- your first cell phone being like a flip phone or a razor versus getting your first phone being an iPhone. See, my first phone was a <laughs> was a flip phone for sure, and it yeah. And that was like my sophomore year in high school. No, freshman year in high school. Sophomore year in high school, I got a dumb smartphone. Yeah. Because oh, that was yeah. like the first generation of smartphones. We've all had a dumb smartphone for sure. And <laughs> my first phone was a flip phone and I got it when I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And that was only because I lived like maybe a block away from the school that mm-hmm. I went to, the elementary school. And so my mom would be like, text me when you leave there, call me from the house phone when you get home. Mm-hmm. And so that was the only reason. But, like, do you remember the the phones? They were evolutionary. The sidekicks. Oh, yeah. And they look. Yeah. Yeah. Where you could, like, swipe up. And they just uh, just flipped out. Yeah. Like, there was just, like, a regular keypad. And you could just, like, type Mm -hmm. whatever. Or then you could, like, slide up. Yeah. Bro, there was another one. It was really small. And it was kind of like that. And it would just, like, whip out. Yeah. I I remember those, too. I, I don't remember what they're called, but yeah. The ingenuity of our old stuff that's <laughs> We're never aging gonna... <laughs> ourselves because some people don't know that that was a thing. Oh, man. Well, I think, okay, I think every generation of, like, junior high, high school kids should watch Mean Girls, period. Oh, I mean, I, and I'm sure they have. Because, see, that's the thing. I feel like all of these movies are timeless, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like almost everyone on the planet has seen Mean Girls. Everyone has seen 13 Going on 30, Legally Blonde. Um, I keep always forgetting Bring one. It on. Bring it on. Oh my gosh. And they've made, they've remade Bring It On so many times. Oh, yeah, and I'm not going to say that all the remakes suck because I don't genuinely think that. Although I'd have to rewatch them again to see which ones I really like. The original is the best and that's that. Yeah. I would have to say that between, see, I always, okay. So for some reason when I was younger, I always got Bring It On and Step Up confused. 
even though one is dancing and one is one is cheerleading. cheerleading. Well, cheerleading is almost dance. So oh yeah, no, definitely. I was just for some reason I always got those confused. So when I was first reading this, I was like, what? And then I was like, oh okay. I was like, I didn't see that movie in her music video. What? Yeah, right. So wait, can we talk about Thank You Next for a second? Sure. What? Go can ahead. Because we, we uh, this I think it was. Um, Three weeks she had this song was number one on the billboard. Yeah. Also, let me just throw out there that it hasn't been out for a week yet, and it's already at 116 million views. Um, so I'm going to dissect it. Okay, this is going to take some time. You want it. <laughs> if you're listening, you want this. So basically what she did is, like, not necessarily remade these four movies, but, like, used these four movies to, like, you know, portray her point mm-hmm. of the song. I love the beginning sequence, though, because it's like, like, everyone knows the iconic, like, you know, when everyone's, like, talking about mm-hmm. Regina George or whatever. And so it's so funny because, like, the first one she does is, like, Colleen Ballinger. And if you guys don't know her, that's Miranda Sings. <laughs> the one who, like, wears the overdrawn lipstick and stuff. Yeah. Yep. And so she, like, starts out with, like, her saying, I heard a rumor that Ariana Grande got pregnant, so I got pregnant so that we could be pregnant at the same time. And, and it's she like, wasn't pregnant. She wasn't pregnant. <laughs> and, so it's like, and it's funny because she's a YouTuber and she's like going through a pregnancy journey right now. And so like it just like makes it kind of relatable. There's a part where like the actual guy who played Aaron Samuels in the movie Mean Girls years ago, he's like, Ariana Grande told me I look sexy or my hair looks sexy pushed back. Like he's like, she wasn't wrong. See, so what's crazy to me is he doesn't seem like he aged that much. No, he looks good still. <laughs> and so, and then it's like the first girl who, the girl who was in the movie, and she was like, I think she's the one who said like, um, she was like, I saw Regina George wearing Army Handsome flip flops, so I bought Army Handsome flip flops. <laughs> I think it was the girl who did that actually in the movie. And then um, Troy Sivan, everyone knows who Troy Sivan is. Like, if you're, well, you might. You've heard you've heard a couple of his songs, believe it or not. Probably. Um, I just I'm not a big names person. Yeah. Well, like this is kind of meant for like YouTube people, like people uh, who are on YouTube or like pop culture gotcha. knowledge. Yeah, I'm not super pop culture anymore. So <laughs> he's like um he's a pretty famous singer and he um when when the song first came out there was like a little bit of controversy over the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Not really like controversial lyrics, but just like she just, like, talks about how she met someone new, and her name is Ari, and, like, basically she's talking about how she's, like, learning, to like, love and stuff from right. herself versus someone else now. And people overheard um, the lyrics, Aubrey, and so they were like, oh, is she dating a woman now? Because she says, and her name is Ari, but people said, and her name is Aubrey. So first they were like, oh, is she a lesbian now? Is she with some other woman already? And then they're like, wait, is she with Drake? And she, like, clarified, it's Ari. It's me. And so he, like, has the nerve to say, like, um, evidently there's a rumor that she's with some lesbian chick named Aubrey now. That's Ugh. sick. And so, it, I don't know. It just kind of, like, <laughs> makes everything, like, relatable to what's going. It's really, like, good, like, pop culture-wise. And then so, like, she does, like, the burn book, and she's got all of her exes in it. And it's funny because, like... She's got Ricky in there, um, and like her page for Ricky just says about like how they're gonna be, how they're still gonna be good friends, and they had good times. Like she mentions that she friends on him for Pete. She said, um, <laughs> "I'll always love you." Um, 
And then she she wrote huge at the bottom of the page. So I'll let you guys uh, think what you want about that one. And then she put, sorry, I dipped. <laughs> like, come on. Mac Miller is not in it. Um, For obvious reasons, I'm assuming. Yeah, she didn't include him. She, um... <laughs> He's laughing at the screen that we paused on. Um, she didn't include him include him because she said that he's not in her burn book. Um, but she, you know, in the song, she does say that he's an angel, you know, which she could mm-hmm. have said thank you to him because he's an angel. My favorite part of the music video is Liz Gillies because basically that, and that's, that is, that's why it's so funny. Um, Ariana Grande was on this little show called Victorious. Did you ever watch Victorious? No, but I like, I know about it. Okay, and so... You know about Victoria Justice and how, like, there's, like, the whole meme. I think we all sing. Have you seen that meme? No. Nah, oh, my God. I just, see, I just know where Ariana came from. That was past. You're living under a rock, I'm bro. a little bit older than you. Like, that missed my, that missed my age. Whatever, you're right. So, anyways, there's, like, there was always, like, rumors that, like, Ariana Grande and Victoria Justice didn't like each other. And they were both on that show. And, like, the whole point of that show is, like, everyone does sing. They go to this, like, performance art high school and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but Victoria Justice was supposed to be, like, the star of the show. And she was. But then um, Ariana Grande's career kind of flourished more because yeah. of it. Like, I don't know what Victoria Justice did after that. But, like, Ariana Grande went on to Sam and Cat. And then now she's selling albums and stuff. And so she had, like, a mini Victorious reunion. And everyone, like, all of, like, her main co-stars but Victoria Justice was there. And so that's what makes it so funny. Liz Gillies, um, I love her. She's on the show Dynasty now. So good. Um, she played Katie Heron, a.k.a. Lindsay Lohan. And she yeah, looks fantastic. Yeah, I was fantastic. like, I'm like, what? Which is crazy because I just saw, uh, like, Lindsay Lohan just did a... A photo shoot of her dressing up as different princesses, and she looks really good. No, Lindsay Lohan is making a comeback. Yeah, so she's gonna have this new show, right? Oh, I'm see, gonna that's, start watching. Maybe that's why. I yeah, don't know. Okay. that's probably why. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but basically, she's going to be. Um, she owns this beach club, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be about her beach club and like the people who work there and stuff like that. I'm interested. Interesting. I'm intrigued. I'm glad that Lindsay's back and doing okay. Yeah, no, she so. definitely looks. A lot better. A lot like better. I didn't recognize her when I first saw the pictures. I was like, I was, I was like, oh, she kind of looks kind of familiar. And I was like, Lindsay Lohan. I was like, what? What? Yeah. So exactly. I mean, the, the last pictures of Lindsay Lohan that are stuck in my mind are from like you know seven years ago. Exactly. She looks like herself, <coughs> but a yeah. different version of herself, but kind of a better version yeah. of herself. <laughs> she definitely looks like a uh, more mature version of herself. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, of course, they have to recreate the famous uh, Christmas scene in Bean Girls. My favorite part about this is, like I said, I, I love Liz Gillies. I follow her on, like, Twitter, Instagram, is all that, that stuff. Yeah. And that's Chris Jenner, of course. And so she, like, tweeted something about, like, the music video. Somebody mm-hmm. said that leg slap, though, and, like, posted a gif of her doing it. And she was like, yeah, I definitely bruised myself really bad from doing that in practice so many times. I didn't realize all the other girls were slapping their boots. <laughs> and then, of course, like, if you've seen Mean Girls, then you know um, Amy Poehler... Mm-hmm. plays the mom because mm-hmm. you know she's not a regular mom she's a cool mom that's right so who's more who like that is the embodiment of chris jenner literally <laughs> so of course chris jenner is in a pink jumpsuit 
you know, playing the cool mom. And she's, like, up, like, with their camcorder recording. I love it so much. I think it's so funny. And then um, a lot of people didn't understand. I don't. I think a lot of people didn't understand the scene until they realized that it's from um, Bring It On. The- yeah, I'm pretty sure it's from Bring It On. Well, hmm. or is it from well, Thirteen Going on Thirty? I'm assuming it's bringing it on because she just had pom poms. Yeah, no, yeah, it is from. See, I don't bring it on. It's yeah, where they're like brushing their teeth. So she's like at her friend's house, and like her friend's brother comes into the bathroom, and they're both brushing their teeth. So that's what they're from. Like, there's a there's a couple of the little hidden ones that you can't tell where they're from. But obviously, the cheerleading scenes that's that from bringing it on. Shut up. My favorite part about that is, like, Colleen Ballinger is, like, cheering with her pregnant belly out. <laughs> and, like, they do the kick and she, like, tries it. <laughs> it's funny. And then, oh, there's a really cute scene from 13 going on 30. And she just looks so much like, uh, which Jennifer is it? Garner. It, I was like, I, I do know. not know. <laughs> he doesn't know. She looks so much like Jennifer Garner. Jennifer <laughs> Garner, like, commented on this and said, you look more like me than I do. And, like, said that she, like, did this really well, basically. And, like, like this makes her look like a mother, kind of, you know? She looks very motherly right here. To me, she does. Just because, like, I know this exact scene from 13, uh, from, um, 13 yeah, 13 going on 30. And then the legally blonde part starts where oh, she pulls yeah. up with her dog. And I like that she uses not a bruiser lookalike, her dog herself, like, her own dog. And so, um... It's just iconic. She's got uh, Jennifer Coolidge in it, which if you don't Bend know, snap. I'm taking the dog. <laughs> or, <laughs> oh, you look like the 4th of July. I, Make me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> My best friend does I it. I love her so, so much. Good. She's yeah. hilarious. I love Jennifer Coolidge. She's so funny. Yeah, and then they do the bend and snap. Mm. In the, so honestly, I don't know. To me, the music video is just fun. Look, I got one complaint. She is not blonde in this scene yeah so yeah i i do like that she or i do not necessarily like that she's blonde but i like that i'm okay i'm okay with it mm-hmm. and, you know like she still looks okay i know she definitely has like the tips as blonde so yeah and then she does like the treadmill scene <laughs> and like they do the falling scene and like there's like some bloopers kept in there because like this music video was fun for them to film. Like, she was really just surrounded by a bunch of her friends. And I think that's the funnest part, that you can feel like, that it was fun. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I loved it. Um, everyone it, else that I've talked to loved it. <laughs> um, it got to 50 million in one day. So oh, yeah, like, no, it's... It I think it actually got to, like, up. 83 or something like that. So, like... And, and it really, like, she doesn't trash talk any of her exes. Mm-mm. Which is really one of the best parts, because like that's the whole like that was the whole point of the burn book, and so she kind of makes it like a love book. Oh, okay, and I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So that was my little thinking next dissection. It just it's really I like it. I think it's really good. It's um for a girl like me. I mean, like I watched these movies growing yeah. up, and then like I like Ariana Grande, and so um this is a great combination, great mashup for sure. Yeah, I definitely like uh, Mean Girls and Leo Blonde are definitely my favorites. I haven't really watched the other ones all that much, to be honest. So, Bring It On was like... I enjoyed Bring It On. I know that. 
Yeah, yeah, it was really early for me. So like, that, that's the one um, where they're going against that other school. They weren't going to get the money, so they tried to give them the money, and they're like, nah. And then like an Oprah like character gave them the money to go and with new uniforms, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. Bring it on is the one about the cheers, and they were like mad because yeah. they were stealing their cheers. Yeah, no, that's the same one, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's. The same I haven't one. seen it. Is that the so one with long. the? Jazz hands. Yeah. Spirit fingers, sorry. Oh, spirit fingers, yeah. Those spirit fingers? These are spirit fingers. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, what's the, 13 going on 30? I do know that one. It's the one where she, like, wakes up and she's... Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo. I think that that's the scene. I don't know. I don't know what the bathroom scene is. I think it might be Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo, but I'm not sure. Uh, Either maybe. way, um, maybe. it embodies those movies and it's... It's a really good music video. Um, go check it out if you want. <laughs> and then go watch those four movies. Uh, they might all be on Netflix. Non-spawn, but Netflix. Well, they are on Amazon, according. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. Amazon Stream has it. So Hey, Amazon, you want that, we want that sponsor. <laughs> so we're going to go into uh, Drake's 2018 streams, and they are in the billions with the beat. This is my surprise voice. It's the same as my regular voice because I'm not surprised. Drake had a good year. He had a great year. Well, Spotify revealed Tuesday uh, that Drizzy had another gargantuan year on the platform. In addition to becoming the most streamed artist of all time, he was streamed 8.2 billion times in 2018 alone. It's fitting given how three of his singles, God's Plan, Nice For What, and In My Feelings, all hit number one this year, and just yesterday, Travis Scott's Sicko Mode, on which yeah. Drake features, also hit number one. So, great year. Fantastic yeah. year. And it said, uh, following on Drake on Spotify's most streamed artist list are Post Malone, Malone. <laughs> hey. uh, Tentacion, And honest to God, that's because he's dead. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, and well, also because he has have his posthumous. Um, yeah, he's making, he's putting out new music now. His, mm-hmm. his label is uh, Javen Balvin, Ed Sheeran, yeah. and obviously Ariana Grande, who has had a massive year, and uh, she overtook Rihanna as the platform's most Next. streamed female artist and the most streamed or streamed female artist of 2018. Okay, so she won in the uh, female category overall. Oh yeah. Well, 100%. yeah, you couldn't touch her. Her last out, Sweetener, just came out. She's literally about to put out some more music, too. It's so crazy. But because um, Sweetener just came out like this summer. Hey, and when then you... she's putting out this is Thank You Next is a new song from a new for a new album. Look, when you got them bangers, you got them bangers. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think um, she is writing music and doing all this stuff. Not as a coping mechanism, but, you know, yeah. as her way of dealing yeah. and going through things. Because Mac her feelings didn't die that to... long ago. And, yeah. you know, um, you know, no matter what, they were broken up or whatever. Like, I mean, they were broken up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they had a connection. And they were going to be friends forever. I honestly think that she would have gotten back with him. I think she, like, wanted mm-hmm. him to get, get some time to, you know. See, I used to, like, Ariana Grande, I guess when, like, first couple years she was doing music, I never... I didn't like any. I, it was just not my thing. Maybe it was where I was at the time, like in my music tastes. Maybe it was like her music has evolved. So maybe it was just like I didn't like that. It was pure pop. Like you no, know, no, no, yeah. Because like when I think about 
early Ariana Grande, one of the first songs I think of is One Less Problem with her and Iggy Azalea. So, like, yeah, she was, like, and that song is not a rap song. Like, and I'm just, like, not. That's, like, know. pure pop for the most part. And, like, I think that her music has evolved. I think that she's become a stronger artist because yeah. um, I, she used to feature a lot. And I don't mm-hmm. think she features a lot no, anymore. She's... And, I mean, it's not. I don't think it's because she doesn't want to. I think it's because she doesn't necessarily have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. She's definitely uh, she's making money moves. She's de- doing great. She don't dance now. She <laughs> makes money moves. Damn right. Um, so, I mean, I actually enjoy quite a bit of her stuff now. It's just it's kind of cool to see the evolution in it. Yeah, I know? think that's the best part about music is seeing how the artists evolve. And I'm still waiting for the evolution of Post Malone's country album, but yeah. we'll get there. It's coming soon. <laughs> It'll be all right. You can't you can't be in t- from Texas if you don't have a country album. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna go on High Hopes by Panic at the Disco is now number one song as the U.S. pop radio, and also the first song to top U.S. pop. Hack and alternative radio all at the same time. Yeah. And this is the first time since somebody I used to know did this oh, in 2012. By uh, 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 Godier. And I was like, do not, I have no it's, idea. It's, I just remember the sure music video. And I'm like, Godier what am I looking at? It was at? real weird and obscure, yeah, I'm right? Like, I'm like, what is so this? So here is the thing Panic at the Disco has also been having a year, right? Mm-hmm. They've done, they just put out High Hopes, um, the album. I believe the album is called High Hopes. Um, well, it's also. Their it's also song, their yeah. single, yeah. and then there's Say Amen, um, there's Look Mama, We Made It. They're having a fantastic year. Well, I know we had a new song by them we just put in the station like a month ago, right? Yeah, we. well, I mean, we've got High Hopes, Say Amen, Look Mama, We Made It. Um, we've got a, like, any time a new, uh, every time a new album comes out, it's kind of hard to like look at the charts and like yeah. see what's relevant because like we don't want to have, like this summer we had... Like th- four Drake songs as top hits, and then there was like Sicko Mode. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another song, like feet. There was a couple songs featuring Drake that were in the top. Yeah. So like, it's so hard to be objective and like want to put in music, but also know that like too much of one artist is not you know super jazzy. But it's not it's not our fault. They're Sending out bangers. Throwing out them bangers. Gosh, maybe if they didn't make such a good album, we wouldn't have to listen to it, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Drake's having a good year. So we got that. We got the Spotify's most streamed female artist of 2018. Spoiler, I already said number one. Ariana it's uh, Grande. Ariana Grande. She followed, has no tears left to cry. <laughs> followed by Dua Lipa, Cardi B, Taylor Swift, and at number five, Camila Cabello. I, um, so I'm going to go over the NPR top 10 albums okay. of the year in a second. Um, you said Camila Cabello. Was yeah, she's number five. I liked her album a lot, actually. Um, I've started to like listen to albums more. That's one of the the good things about getting a record player is like it kind of, I mean, you can skip a song if you want mm-hmm. to, but there's no fun in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's really fun to like actually listen to an album to fruition mm-hmm. and like, I used to do that a lot, and I've gotten away from it and just, like, started listening to singles or whatever. But, like, her album was actually really good. Okay. There's a couple of, like, albums that came out this year. Um, none of them are on the list. They're all, like, in my head or, like, albums that I've went to or concerts that I've seen. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, God, this is a really good album to listen to from beginning to end. And that was one of them. See, first, I don't... Maybe I'm obviously not big into the pop scene, so I don't really know that much about... Uh, Dua Lipa or Camila 
Camila Cabello. Dua's album was good too. But I, I kinda, Emily got to go see her this year. I kind of anticipated um, Robin to be on this list. To be honest, I got Robin on my list. Oh, okay. Because uh-huh. I was just like, yeah, I know she came back from what is it like a decade or seven years of not making music yeah and you know what's funny about that we literally talked about that like what two weeks before that new and song then she was out. like hey dude we're coming like, out with like literally out of nowhere me and bob were like yeah well you know what robin actually she like goes into hiding for a little bit and then comes out like a decade later with new music <laughs> we don't know when it's gonna happen but probably hopefully soon and then boom look i'm not saying we know what we're talking about but we know what we're talking about <laughs> So that was uh, Spotify's most streamed female artist. We also have their most streamed groups of 2018, which uh, was kind of kind of confused me, but then Charday enlightened me, so I kind of knew why. I, I, um, I do that sometimes. Their number one was Imagine Dragons, which yeah. I was surprised. I was like, I haven't heard I anything like, new. About- what? I haven't heard a new song by Imagine Dragons. I said, if you listen to the music emails that I send you every week, we just put in Natural. Um, they did have Thunder. I keep forgetting that's, um, that's just them. No, their song Natural, I don't think I've made it a song of the week yet, but that's a, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's a really good song because... I hate Thunder so much. Yeah, he hates Thunder. I think it's because it's overplayed, right? Yeah, it's the I over like, repetitiveness yeah. of it. Like, I, don't get me wrong, I liked it the first t- couple times I hear it, now it's just like... I hate whatever <laughs> it takes, and it's not because it's a bad song, but it's because every time we go to the bar, the DJ from Bostocks does it for karaoke, and I'm just like... I could be up there singing right now. <laughs> but um but yeah, whatever it takes, I think that was on this album too. I like where Imagine Dragons is going. I I think I talked about it last week with kind of with All Time Low, but rock music is starting to be more rock music. And by that I mean like not as much rock pop anymore, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they're starting to kind of be well, like We saw a that with like definition. Panic. They kind of yeah. moved more towards like yeah. the rock as well. Yeah. So. And I like that. But we had a number two on this list, which isn't really surprising because we've talked so much about him. Is a BTS? Yeah, yeah. When he told me that, I was like, "Whoa!" And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I'm not. That's surprised. just because we don't simply we just don't have it on our station, or we don't really yeah. talk about. They are. They blew up in America. They blew up actually in the world. No, absolutely. It's insane. So I mean, the, that's what the Spotify's list is. They got the the female artists and then the most streamed groups as well. Uh, so that that's just I I feel like it's really cool. They got that BTS, and then number three is Maroon Five, which is kind of interesting as well. <laughs> but I know they just came up with new music. I have a funny story about Maroon Five. Can I tell it real quick? No. Okay. Next. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. <laughs> um, so, um, I made my. Oh, they came out with a new album this year. Uh-huh. Red Pill Blues. Okay, cool, cool. That's why. Because yeah, because they had. Uh, Wait, what lovers do with SZA? Um, help me out. Okay, yeah, yeah, girls like you. Okay, they did have. Don't want to know. That came out this year. Oh my god, it's been such a long year, dude. It's been such a long year. I don't know any of these stuff. Anyways, um. There's this movie called Pop Star. Never stop, never stop. I love you it. You do? I love the Lonely Island. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited that you know what movie this is. Okay. I. So this movie is so dumb. If you've never seen it, go watch it right now. It's on DirecTV. It's on Xfinity. Um, <laughs> you might be able to find it at your local Redbox. I don't know. See, I could be a professional hype man. Oh, he completely misses the shot. Oh. 
It's so funny. Okay, God. so it's literally a mockumentary, right? Yep. Um, Andy Samberg. It's 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 him and the guys from Lonely Island. Yeah, is what it is. It's like a like a a mockery of like all these like music movies and I like I would consider them like Jonas Brothers, but like more of a pop version. Yeah, and- yeah, exactly. And so, um, if you guys don't know who the Lonely Island is, basically, it's Andy <laughs> Samberg's like music group from SNL. I'm they on make, a boat. Yes, they make like all the, like you know what I mean, like hysterical songs and stuff like that. So this follows them like it would for like uh, Justin Bieber had Never Say Never, Taylor Swift had one, and it's like basically like following them, like their new albums coming out, stuff like that. And so it follows um, Connor for real, who is Kid Connor in the group The Style Boys, and so um, it just like goes through like their history and stuff. But it's a really, it's like. A joke, funny movie. It is. It's so stupid. And it does have a moral to it. Yeah. You know, at yeah. the end to kind of make it a little cute tie up. Little. Yeah, it's got morals, but the funniest part, right, is like, okay, this group is called the Style Boys. They like disbanded or whatever. There's Kid Contact. What's the other kid? I don't remember his name, but um, Kid Contact and uh, Connor for real. They're still friends and like Kid Contact, whatever it is his DJ. Um, and it's like it's a parody of of documentaries of like music documentaries. But the funniest part is that like everyone is in it. Mm-hmm. DJ Khaled is in this movie. Dude, there's Nas so is many, in this movie. There's so many people. Snoop Dogg is in this movie, dude. And then so he's got a song with Adam Levine from Maroon Five. It's called Humble. It's oh, it's so funny. It's so stupid. So I like. I've been telling my roommates about it. Oh, I showed, we were watching uh, something. I think we were watching like a Lonely Island skit or something. And I told my roommate about it. I was like, we need to watch this movie. And she was like, it looks stupid. I was like, yeah. I showed my, see, this is hilarious because, okay, so I, um, I I buy all the $3 movies and the $5 movies out of the movie menu. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I, I can't remember what movie I watched. Maybe it was Neighbors 2. That had it maybe or no, it wasn't been neighbors too. That was too early. But one of those movies that I was watching, the other guys probably yeah had they had it as the previews that preview? had had pop star. And I was like, oh my god, I haven't seen that in forever. So it's just hilarious that you that that's what we're talking about. But then immediately I showed my friend um, Lazy Sunday. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorites is Sick Glinda. Uh, dude, I like um, Shy Ronnie too. Feet uh, Rihanna. Rihanna, right? Yeah. yeah. Natalie Portman raps with the lon- like the Lonely Island is a joke. Like they're they're hilarious. Their music is great. Yes. Oh my. Um, <laughs> I love joke joke rap joke songs. So kind of there's stuff. my favorite is like the triple series of in a box, mm-hmm. and then um, what's next? Because after that, it's um, oh, it's Mother Lover, and then it's. Three way with Lady Gaga, like they do music with serious artists. Well, they had uh, Michael Bolton in Captain Jack, Captain Sparrow. Jack Sparrow and Incredible Thoughts in this movie. Michael Bolton is in this movie. DJ Ka- Usher comes Bro, on have, and does the donkey roll got, on stage. They with got T Pain and I'm on a boat. Yeah, like they're it's I don't know I think they're so funny. So this movie was hilarious. I like made everybody watch it last night in the living room, and she was like she was laughing the whole time. She's like, "This is so dumb." I was like, "I know, I know, it's stupid, but it's so funny, right?" I love it. But anyways, Lonely Island, you get that plug real quick. Um, what else we got? I just want to say right before we go into that, I have uh, these white pair of pants with a 
blue, like a teal turtleneck in this little chain that I have that I wore for Mr. GQ and I won. Turtleneck and chain? You sipping on right. a light beer? That's what I did. Turtleneck and chain. That's what my thing was. I did that turtleneck and chain song and I won. It was awesome. So we got number four, which doesn't really uh, surprise me too much. We got Migos. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. We got some news about him in a little bit. And then uh, following at number five is Coldplay. And that kind of surprised me. I know they're coming out with new stuff. They're saying they're changing their style. So I'm just kind of curious to see what, what we got coming from them. Yeah, that's interesting to hear from Coldplay. I liked Coldplay in high school, so. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I didn't. I haven't really heard of them all that much, so I'm curious to see yeah, what's coming up. Yeah, I haven't heard from them in a while. So. And then uh, Apple Music crowns <coughs> I Like It by Cardi B as the best song of 2018. That doesn't surprise me because um, I don't. Um, this is a song that you can like play when you're getting ready to go out. You can play, play when it you're when, at. when you're out. You can play it in the car when you're ready to go out. This is just like there's like no song where the song is. There's no time when the song is inappropriate. See, I'll my t- mom likes the song. I was kind of like what I think is better. I guess it came out like two or three years ago. Is that um, Kodak Black? No, Bodak Yellow. Gosh. Oh. Yeah. That's just a bad anthem. Yeah, dude. They make some money moves of that one for sure. She don't dance now. She makes money moves. Exactly. So what what we got? Uh, you were talking about that NPR list. What we got on that? So NPR does a like top 50 every year. Mm-hmm. Um, They did their top 10. And I don't even think they mentioned it. I think someone else mentioned it. Their top 10 albums of the year are all women. Oh. And it's not like that was a... Uh, intentional it's just the top 10 albums of the year happen to be created by women and i think Mm -hmm. that's so cool because what we were talking about last week is like 2018 has been the year kind of the year for women like standing up for themselves and um so i don't know if you've heard of any of them i've heard of a good portion of them Uh, number 10 is tiara whack with whack world number nine is callie yukis with isolation she is amazing she does r&b and it's really like slow and vibey i love it um Number eight is Rosalie with El Mal Quier, so the bad will. Um, I'm assuming. Spanish. <laughs> yeah, I was yes. like, I'm assuming that comes from uh, our Latin America friends. Yes, yes it does. Um, number seven is Robin with her album Honey. Hey, I know that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know this one too. Number six is Cardi B with Invasion of Privacy. Wait, who's Cardi B? You know me, Cardi B. Yeah, on the charts. Um, number five is No Name by Room 25. Or No Name. Is the artist and her uh, album was Room Twenty Five, which I haven't listened to. Um, which but she doesn't it, have a name. No name is her name. N O N A M E. I kind of dig that honestly. I haven't listened to her album, but it looks kind of obscure, and I kind of want to. So I'll probably give that a listen. Like naming yourself anonymous. I, honestly, I would do that. I would. My name's anonymous. You know, <laughs> just just as a joke. Um, number four is Lucy Dacus. Uh, with Historium. Number three, Casey Musgraves with Golden Hour, which I love this I album. I actually do know her. You know her. I, I love this album. Um, you've probably seen some space cowboy memes <laughs> um, or high horse memes. Um, <clears throat> I get to go see Casey Musgraves in March, so that'll be exciting. Um, but she's, and the funny thing about this is, is because Casey Musgraves is a country artist. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she won album of the year for the CMAs. But she's doing so well on the charts, too. Like, she's not just charting um, for country music. High Horse is a, 
you know, it's a country album, but High Horse could almost be considered like a pop disco song. So that song was doing really well in other charts, too. So it's like pop country? Mm. I don't really think it... Honestly, it doesn't sound super country to me. I'll play it for you later. Okay. It sounds more um, like like disco music, really. And the music video is kind of disco-y, too, so I like that about it. Um, <clears throat> number two is Mitski, Be the Cowboy. And number one is Dirty Computer with Janelle Monet, which <clears throat> this album... What? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's why I love NPR's like top, because it's not like um, Billboard, you know, they do certain music genres and that's mm-hmm. it. NPR tackles them all. And so it's not just like... They're not just going to talk about like the best rock album, the I'm best really this album, the best that. I'm really surprised BTS isn't on that end because that's like they're an international hit. Yeah, but was their album great? For I, I, I haven't really ever listened to any of their music to be exactly. honest because I'm not. Well, a, well, that's just me personally because yeah. that's not my thing. For me, NPR's is not about like what's charting so well. It's like, like I was saying earlier about listening to the full complete album. What album sounds? What album sounds amazing from start to finish? Astral what World. albums? <laughs> what album's content Scorpion. is good from <laughs> Astro? Um, <laughs> Both of those so, albums were phenomenal start to finish. Dirty Computer is like a movie almost. Okay, but it, it's so, an album. But it's almost like a movie. Okay, it's, so is it like each song is like a scene kind of deal? You got to watch it because I know. Um, because I have, uh, there's, I've listened to an album by the Proto Men, and they do like a, um, basically, tell a story, movie, through their lyrics and everything. So, it's like okay, <laughs> it's called emo. It's a, called an emotion picture instead of motion picture. Um, <clears throat> it's like forty eight minutes long, and basically, it, you just gotta watch it. It's Check just, it out. It's really good. I and my favorite part about like as we looking these up, a lot of people said like I like this was like the best album of the year for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm I don't feel crazy anymore because like I said, NPR looks at everything. They <clears throat> it's national public radio. It's everywhere. Right. Yeah. It's not just like what's charting in the U.S. and yeah. maybe in the U.K. So that's why some of these like you haven't heard before. That's why a couple of these may be from countries that you know we've never seen and some of them may be stuff that like you know of the artists and you only know a couple songs by them yeah but their albums were phenomenal i mean we coming out here right here uh and the ones from she's like she's from sweden i don't know i know she's from robin yeah she's from no sweden norway that no worries. Area. i think she's i kind of think Finish. she's norwegian Norwegian. i know she's two. from that that area and then i'm, I'm assuming um we got rosilia from Latin America. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these ones seem to be pretty much not, like, they seem pretty... Uh, Mitski, I think she's foreign, too. Yeah, pretty pretty good little spread we got there. Not all Americans, which is always good to, always good to see other people. Exactly, exactly. Get a new, uh, different take on things, you know? You don't always know what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Honestly. Especially with the world being this big. So, uh, yeah, I really appreciated these top ten albums. Um, I have heard of a couple of them. I do want to give a listen to um, Isolation by Kelly Yu because I've heard a couple of her stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to listen to Room 25 because like, that's just an obscure title. I want to know what that's about. And then Dirty Computer. Oh, I'm going to go watch that again later on. Okay. Yeah, so, I'll have to give that one a listen like while I'm doing the homework or something. Throw it yeah. up there. 
It's very like vibey. Okay. Yeah. So, but we got. I got. I'm gonna go. Okay. So this is something I think is phenomenal. We need a little talk about it. We know uh, Camila Cabello. I just talked about her. She is now the first Western female artist in history to win a Melon Music Award. Okay. So, um, she won the Melon Award for the best pop song with Havana. And so, uh, the Melon Music Awards is a major music award show that is held annually in South Korea and organized by Kakao M through its online store, Melon. Wow. So, this is like the, um, this is the South Korea's music awards. So, this is kind of like. This is kind of like how BTS is yeah, invading say, America. We so, have Camila. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. cool. I like that. So, and th- like I said, that's the first um, Western female in history. So that includes all of Europe and everything, which I think is awesome. You know, it seems a little bit more diversity coming into uh, the international music awards program. Yeah, because I think so. that we like only think about ourselves and our diversity, oh, 100%. but like. 100%. What other countries have, like, we infiltrated, not by war, because there's a lot of those, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Like, the music charts yeah. and stuff like that. So, hmm, that's amazing. I'm going to, one last thing before I head it off to you. We got, mm-hmm. we we're supposed to get the 61st Grammy Awards nominations today. Yeah. However, it has been postponed to Friday, December 7th, due to uh, the scheduled memorial service for our late President George H.W. Bush. Bush. Mm-hmm. So, um... We are not going to be getting those today. We're going to be having those Friday, so we'll have those on our next episode. Yes, we will. So, also, I see something about Cozy Little Christmas on oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Cozy Little Christmas by Katy Perry, which we had talked about a little uh, last one, yeah, is now number two on the Billboard's Adult Contemporary chart, making it her first single to achieve this since Roar hit number one in 2013. And we also know Roar was at the Super Bowl when she had that giant. Little animatronic thing going on. Roar came out when I was like a sophomore in high school. It came out when I was in college. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I started, I like started high school fall of 2011. Yeah, I graduated. (laughs) I graduated like fall 2013. Wow. Wow. Or I mean, I started college fall 2013. So I graduated. Wait, is that right? Yeah, yeah. You graduated I was in right. the spring. I was right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love the cozy little Christmas. I d- I've literally. I've yet. You haven't listened no. to it. I'll be honest. You will. You can though, because you. It's only on Amazon right oh, now. Well, there we go. But Boom. you have Prime, and you you mm-hmm. use Amazon for streaming. Yeah. I have Amazon Prime too. I'll but check it out because I know I, I I kept seeing it come up, and I keep looking at the uh, art for it. I liked it, and I liked how yeah. when they posted it, they, it was like a. Um, I can't remember what they call it, where half of it was still framed, and then there was some movement in it. I can't remember exactly what that's called. I know what you're talking about. With the turkey and the fire. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. So I didn't know it already came out. Yeah. Um, You'll have to listen to it. I like it. I have Amazon Prime, but I'm really bad about my Amazon Prime. Obviously, it did really well if it's number two already. Yeah. So I'm really bad about my Amazon Prime because I don't like ever watch any of the shows or take advantage of any of the movies See, that are on there? you should. Well, I know. One, I need they to have a, I'm paying for it. They have A Man in the High Castle. Definitely check it out. I've heard that Jack Reacher's pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Um, but when I saw that this song was on Amazon, I downloaded Amazon Music, the app, because I could See, just log into it with my account, and this is the only song I have saved See, that's saved what I've it. been using. But <laughs> that's what I use. I use Amazon Music Prime, or Amazon Prime Music, because I can just download all those songs. I yeah. can make the playlist. 
and then download everything to my phone. But I, I love this song. I think it's the best part about it to me is that it's an original. I will definitely have to check it out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You need to. All and right. it's like catchy and like kind of jazzy and swingy. So you'll probably like it. Um, we talked about earlier uh, Cardi B a little bit and uh, Migos rapper Offset. They have decided to split. Um, <clears throat> basically, See, I was completely caught off guard by this. Yeah. Like this happened like nine hours ago or actually 10 hours since we started recording about 10 hours ago, it came out. And honestly, I thought it was joke. I was caught off by off guard. I was caught by surprise. So tell me, tell me what, what, what about this? So basically, um, she said they've been trying to work things out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nobody's fault, but they've decided to call it quits. She said they're good friends and business partners, but they're no longer in love with each other. And to me, I have a group message with some of my friends, and we, like, texted, like, dang, mm-hmm. they splitting up. And, like, they just got married. It's kind of, um, it's sad to hear because, yeah. you know, they I just mean, had they just their had baby kid, this summer. Yeah. Um, but I like how amicable it is. Mm-hmm. Um she could have said like he cheated on me or he did this or that or whatever but they're just not in love anymore and that's okay you fall it in happens. and out of love with people um throughout your life so well, um i had seen uh and it's an update that they had talked about they're still going to be producing music together they still got like an album coming out together or something yeah they might and i honestly like they seem uh like i said like they're going to be pretty amicable so yeah I think that they will be okay. Yeah, we'll see. I uh, like I said, they said they're still very cordial. They're gonna have a. They're still gonna, working on their album together. So, very curious to see how everything turns out. So, we'll keep keep that updated because that happened literally today. So. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Emma Watson is to star in the One Hundred Dalmatians remake. Okay, but she's not Cruella Deville, is she? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. I gotta go from Belle to Cruella. Oh, Emma Watson. Oh, I'm, who am I thinking of? Emma Stone. No, I'm thinking of Emma Watson. No, I think I'm thinking of Emma Watson. I'm Emma Stone. Yes, Emma Watson. <laughs> There's so many Emmas. Emma Watson was Belle. Yes. Yes. Is, is this Emma Stone is okay. going to be Cruella. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> I fancy that really. Okay, hard. I was like, you can't have Belle no, be absolutely not. evil. Okay, her, yeah. Which I just saw. Easy A. I, I was about to say, I just saw Easy A. It's gonna be great. She's got it. I also watch Zombieland too. So. Oh, um, well, you don't watch what? Zombieland. Oh, what about La La Land? I haven't. You haven't seen it? No, I, so, ha- I have it on DVD. I just haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, I saw it in theaters, and I was one of those people who like actually really fell in love with it. I'm just not a huge music. I have to be in like a specific mood. Mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do too. But it's a. I, I love La La Land, and I love Emma Stone's singing. And so I think that this is going to be phenomenal. I'm excited to see her. Hopefully they're not going to be like Mulan where they cut out all the musical numbers. No, mm-mm, they can't. I'm going to be really mad uh, they, if Mulan they can, actually they does took that. Out, if they take out... Um, Girl they, Worth Fighting For? Come on. That one's like the second best. We all know the f- number one is... Let's get down to business. Well, that. And then... Um, the, please bring uh, honor to us all. Yeah, that one's know. a good one. They can't. They can't take out the music. Oh, boycott. Yeah, actually, you, there's really, you can't take out you can't the take music any numbers, the no. man. They're all good. That's, uh, I have to say, Milan ha- probably has one of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah. Other than maybe Heracles. Who? Did you say Heracles? Yeah. Did you say it on purpose? Yes. 
Okay. It's the Latin pronunciation. So like the Rones. I was just making sure. Same people. <laughs> but, like, they have, Hercules has a really good uh, musical number as well. It does. So. I really appreciate the Hercules soundtrack. You can't take him out. Gosh. Um, well, we're going to see, hopefully, if Lion King still has the music numbers, we should be all right. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> so on to some sports news. I just checked my fantasy, and I have a uh, matchup win. Yeah, boy. On uh, I'm six and seven hey. yeah. <laughs> on one of my leagues. Um, I won my matchup this weekend, but more importantly, the Dallas freaking Cowboys just beat the Saints. The Dallas freaking Cowboys just beat the Saints last week. That is, that that's huge, and that's huge because number one, nobody thought we could do it. Number two, we're on like a, a, a I think we're like. It's like a three-game winning streak or something mm-hmm. like that now. Like, we had a yeah. really tough go at it the beginning of the season. We've been, like, working our way back there. It was literally win-lose, win-lose every week. Um, the Saints were on an eight-game win streak, and we uh, took that out. Well, I mean, I didn't really get to watch the game. I'm pretty sure I was working at the time, but I did. I heard plenty of my my Cowboy friends on Twitter and mm-hmm. on, on the line. They were... Uh, they were talking about it quite a bit. And um, I'm not going to, I mean, it wasn't a, like, I was, it was kind of like a, like, fingernail biting game just because, like, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan and mm-hmm. I'm realistic. So I'm yeah. like, Some, I mean, something's up. We're going to screw this up in the fourth quarter somehow. I mean. But I, we didn't. We let them score and it got close. But that last interception, ta- uh, I'm not talking about Tom Brady. Drew Brees has thrown three interceptions this season. There's been uh, this is week thirteen going into fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. So as of week twelve, he'd thrown two interceptions. His third interception for the season was on the last drive of his Cowboys game. If he if he wouldn't have thrown the interception, he would have had a chance to score a touchdown and win the game. So. See, makes us feel good. These this past like week and a half, I've been really busy, so I haven't really been keeping up with sports. Like the last time I, you mentioned the Texans, the last time I even seen the Texans, they were they were on like the seven game win streak. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't even seen that was two weeks ago. Yeah, I haven't checked since. So I think they're probably going to make the playoffs still because we have like a pretty weak conference. Yeah, well, see, that's what I was surprised about because the Cowboys we won. Um, we won two weeks before Thanksgiving, and then we won mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then we won uh, the week after Thanksgiving, and then we won this week. And it's been like, whoa, we're winning. Mm-hmm. Um, we're division leaders. We play on Sunday the Eagles, who are in our division. So I think even if the Eagles lose, or even if they win, I think we'll still be winning our division. So... um Oh, yeah, Houston Texans are first in the AFC South. There you go. And we just beat the Browns 29. Yep, we're still up on that winning How streak. We you? beat 34 to 17. We beat the Titans, beat the Browns 29 to 13. And we have our next game against the Colts on Chump change. Sunday. <laughs> Chump change. So, yeah, like you, you were asking me about them. Apparently, we're doing really well. We are nine game win streak. <laughs> there you go. So. Let's see. We're uh, we're seven and five. The Eagles are six and six. Okay. So uh, we play the Eagles this weekend, and we've we've beat them before. So even if they were to beat us and go up to seven and five, I think there'd be well, they'll still be, be um, our division. 
Well, they'll be seven and six if they win, and then the Cowboys will be seven and six as well. Yeah. So, and so will we still be winning our division? Because we've beat them before, and I think we'd have more divisional wins. But if they beat the Cowboys, and that was the they they were down by one, would they be tied? I don't know how this stuff works. Down by one, <laughs> it's it's just um, your division is isn't by who has more wins or losses. It's who who has more wins in the division, mm-hmm. like the out of teams you've played in your division, and then um, like we've played teams in our division twice. See, okay, I say we have the um, AFC South winners and the NFC East winners go against each other. What do you think? I think good luck to the Texans. <laughs> speaking of... Win round two. Speaking of the Texans, um, let's just say a little prayer for our Tarleton Texans. Ugh. Man. Good season. It was a good season. Bob has a lot of um that made me so mad yeah i was really upset i was uh say i was here i was going to be doing the girls basketball game so we were having some issues with our studio so i was working on that and i missed the entire end of the game i came in it was third quarter we were up 10 and 0 it was a blizzard wide out you could not see anything you couldn't see the field they were literally shoveling uh snow off yeah it was very crazy so I just, uh, it made me so mad. I, I finally got all the systems up. I got everything working. I got, got our uh, basketball, uh, the women's basketball online. And he was saying, oh, and our Tarleton Texans had their record, um, record-breaking record season, came to the end today, where they lost 13-0, uh, and zero, or 13-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter, where they allowed to, to give up two touchdowns. I was like, what? I mean, it made me so just... Man, I hate I hate to say that I hate to be like this, but I'm like if they played here, 100 percent we would have won. No, yeah, because if we were up 10 and 0 in a blizzard, yeah, when we don't play in the snow, we don't practice for that. I'm I- not one to make excuses, and I'm not going to make an excuse. What I am going to say is 100 percent. If that game would have been played in Texas, uh, Tarleton would have won. Um, the fact that we were able to go up there and play at a different elevation level. Um, number one See, is I'm gonna do my you know. little my my like the old white guy joke saying things I guess but it was like you can train for altitude you can train to uh, they have breathing apparatuses that restrict yeah. how much oxygen you can you can train for that it's not gonna be as good but you can train one thing you cannot really prepare or train for is humidity that'll get you. Because we have like ninety percent humidity even here, yeah, I, and it just—I mean, it's crazy. Because we have ninety percent humidity here. I drive down to home; it's one hundred and ten percent, and I could feel the difference. Yeah, I, and that shouldn't I, even I am be dying. A I was like, "How can you be over a hundred percent humid?" <laughs> it doesn't yeah, make honestly. sense. Super saturated uh, air. So that is something you cannot prepare for. So I oh, I hate to say that they were just here. Or, you know, like an equal ground where it wasn't snowing. I think we, we would have had that. And that breaks my heart. But, hey, kudos to them. They made it. I think they're number four in the nation or third. The Dalton? Yeah, they made it to fourth place or third place in the nation. Third, yeah, third or fourth. Which is about right. phenomenal. Yeah. It's great, fantastic. And I'm looking going, forward so. to see uh, number one next year. Yeah, So I'm hoping. Um, Tarleton Volleyball also lost. Yeah. Um, that was the farthest they've also they've ever gone to. They were number six, right? Seven. 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 Um, NCAA Division Two 
number seven team overall is amazing in the nation. Yeah, yeah so they awesome. played really great. Um, they did lose in three sets, but mm-hmm. none of those sets were, they were easy. None of them were they're easy. Hard they, fought, was, for sure. they were. Um, they're very close in all of them. So, um, which you know, it it sucks, but at the same time, now they get to go home to their family. They're going to be able to go home for Christmas. Yeah, they, you know. It sucks. And this is not like a season to dwell on. Like mm-hmm. it was an amazing. Oh, it was no. a historic season for both teams. So This is a uh this is just the beginning. This is they're going to do better. They're going to make it happen and they're going to learn from what happened and they're going to correct all the mistakes and they're going to come back harder. I believe yeah. it. I think so too. Um just real quick Urban Meyer. You know who Urban Meyer is? Oh, you probably don't follow college football, do you? He's the head coach for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, he just announced that he's going to retire. The thing is, he went into retirement, I think, in about 2011, uh, and, and then came back to coach Ohio State. Okay. Um, his health is just getting Well, heck, point, that's what so. we did to our coach here. <laughs> we took him out of retirement, brought him back. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Dang right. Um, Mark Sanchez came back. So... I was talking so much crap last week about um, Colt McCoy mm-hmm. getting back into the NFL. Uh, Colt McCoy got hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, you can't make this up. He got hurt, um, and so Mark Sanchez, who hasn't played a game since 2016, um, started the game, and everyone was excited for Mark Sanchez's return. But that got way overshadowed by Adrian Peterson, who um, during the first play. Ran 90 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, and I saw that. That's just... Somebody said... Uh, this, the wheels, man. Somebody said this play couldn't have happened um, if it weren't for Mark Sanchez. So thank you. <laughs> um, but I... He's... Mark Sanchez is he's a quarterback. That's all I can say. Yeah. Not calling him a good one. I mean... I'm not going to say he's a bad one, but I'm not going to call him a good one. Well... He he does his job. He does what he needs to get done, and it when he's worked. Off the bench, yeah, <laughs> and it worked. Um, even if it's just handing off the ball to go run ninety yards for a touchdown, hey, he did something. He did. <laughs> he did something. He didn't fumble that ball. <laughs> so um, the Chicago Bulls just fired their head coach. Um, freaking the Packers just fired their coach. It's like we're getting to that point in the season, like. People were saying that, you know, if uh, Jason Garrett doesn't start winning some games, he's going to get fired. Well, it's a lot. And ever since then, we've been winning games. Because they're looking at it, it's like, well, um, we're not making the playoffs anyway. It's time to start making changes. But for me, that's not like a mid-season change. I feel like you give that, you tell that coach, okay, you know what, no. I'm not going to let a coach have an out. I'm going to let him either finish out that season crappy or finish out that season good and then tell him, hey, <laughs> next season you're not coming back. Let the fans decide, you know. Speaking of letting the fans decide, so this is my last story, right? So, do you follow hockey? Uh, I used to. <laughs> I'm the sports fan on this podcast. It's, it's not weird. Ever since know, I stopped um, playing, it's just hard for me to watch like sports because it just makes me want to play sports. I was going to say hockey. You played hockey? I would love to have played hockey. Look at me. I am. Put me on ice going Honestly, full speed. You know? Yeah. I got you could, this. You could hurt someone. <laughs> Um, so, well, my favorite hockey teams are, <laughs> I was wearing my, uh, Maple Leafs hoodie yesterday, actually. I went to sleep sometimes. Yeah, the Dallas um, Stars. I actually watched the Maple Leafs beat the Dallas Stars, but I like the Dallas Stars, too. Um, I also like Pittsburgh. I like, um, I like the Avalanches. Bruins. 
Um, I'm a big Toronto fan. I've said that before. I'll say it again. Um, but the NHL, um, it just expanded. Remember Las Vegas? Yeah, they had the... The Knights, they almost won. they almost won. won in their first... Yeah, they almost won the Stanley Cup their first year. Which like. is insane. Yeah. So there's going to be another team coming to the NHL in a couple of years. Seattle. Okay. Um, Seattle used to have a team. Seattle was actually, I think, the first team in the U- I think the first team in the United States to win a Stanley Cup. And like I I want to say it was like 1917, so far so long ago. I just find it odd that they would stop like no. Well, I mean, it's just like teams move. Like yeah. uh St. Louis Rams. Well, I mean, the Oilers are now the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, and they were the Houston Oilers mm-hmm. and now they're the uh Oakland. Uh, Oakland Raiders, yeah. Like, California has, like, 17 freaking teams now. Um, I mean, Texas ain't much better. We got a no, ton. they do, because they have the Oakland Raiders, they mm-hmm. have the San Francisco 49ers, and they have the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. Yeah, we only got the Houston, Houston Texans, Texans and then the Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Come on, San Antonio. Do something. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, the, uh, the San Antonio. What would they be? Armadillers. <laughs> the San Antonio Armadillers. Um, but Seattle is getting, um, they're going to get a hockey team again. And look at these jerseys. Doesn't that look cool? Wouldn't that be a cool, like, concept jersey? Okay, yeah. I like that. It's like the, it's just like a concept where they're drawing up right now. But I like the, uh, the Seattle skyline on there. Mm-hmm. I really like Seattle. I, I hope to get to visit there, maybe move there after graduation. Um, that's one of the places I'm looking into. But. They have the Space Needle, or, right? Yeah. yeah. I want to check that yeah, out. Yeah, it's really high. It's really high up there. It's almost like it's in space. Almost. <laughs> um, but when Seattle, when there was hockey in Seattle, they were called the Metropolitans. And so, yeah, yeah, right? It's kind of funny. The the Seattle Metropolitans. No. <laughs> so, like, okay, so what do you think would be a good name for a Seattle hockey? The Seattle Startups. Seahawks. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yeah, okay, so we got a <coughs> Seattle's Albatross. That's another bird. Why do we need a bird? The Seahawks, I don't know. I like the startups. <laughs> what about, okay. The Seattle Millennials. Peng- the Penguins are already a uh, hockey team, right? The Pittsburgh Penguins. Dang it. <laughs> and the Boston Bruins. I like the Bruins, too. You could do the Seattle. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm trying to Leprechauns. think. I know it's hard, right? They're like. They're... Seattle Sea Cucumbers. Yeah. Can you repeat that for me? I can't hear. I'm, I don't think I heard you right. <laughs> Seattle Sea Cucumbers. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> they were the first. Yeah, so they were the first uh, American team to win the. Oh, so not even United States, like American team to win uh, the Stanley Cup. And that was in 1917. Okay. And they were the Metropolitans back then. That's a wild name. Yeah, I think it's this was their logo. And so I like Seattle it. Sea Turtles. Boom. You might have just solved it. Sea turtles are amazing. Um. Oh, you want to hear something? So, Seattle beat the Montreal Canadiens, which that's funny to me. Montreal, like, so there's you know, obviously there's like the Ottawa. I think they're the Senators. Yeah, Ottawa Senators. There's the Toronto Maple Leafs. There's the Montreal Canadiens. Canada's pretty big. So the Montreal Canadiens. I think that's hilarious. Um. Do, but, can we have the Washington Americans? We have the New England Patriots. Dang right. <laughs> but um, 
they so the Canadians they beat them. The Metropolitans beat the Canadians to win the Stanley Cup, and they almost won in 1919. But uh, the series was canceled after the fifth game because of the flu epidemic. <laughs> Heck yeah! Back then that killed you, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like the plague. And so um, people are like putting like names. One of the um, one of the names that they could be thinking is the totems. These um, are some wild names. No, evidently that's an old name. Because the yeah, bank- so but we're the Metropolitans. Yeah. That's a wild name, too. That's what I'm yeah, saying. These are wild names. Look look at those uniforms. Seattle Totems. I like that. Um, I like Seattle's colors. See, it just doesn't make sense for, like, ice. Neither does the Canucks. I don't know what that is. Dude, I, you act like I know these teams, man. <laughs> the neither, Penguins? That makes sense. Neither does a Senator. Or a Knight. The Vegas Knights. Yo, dude. The Dallas Stars. You trying to say the Crusades didn't have to travel over snow and ice? You trying to tell me the stars don't look down on Antarctica and all all that snow and ice? Look, all I know is that the stars at night are big and bright. Right. Deep in the heart of Texas. (laughs) How to identify a Texan? (laughs) Honestly. Um, They said every name has a chance, so they're really just uh, throwing it out there. But the Totems has a chance uh, coming back. Someone said the Emeralds. The Rainiers, I kind of like that because yeah, Mount the Rainier. Emeralds, the Emeralds kind of lit. Yeah. Like they could do like, they can do quite a bit with that. I could see, I could see that or the Rainiers. Because I mean, um, they are green. Yeah. The Evergreens, the Sea Lions, Seals, the re, the Renegr- it's <laughs> the Kraken, <laughs> the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> Yo, I will put my vote behind the Kraken. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, the uh, Vancouver, that's another team in freaking Canada and they're the Canucks. A Canuck, I'm pretty, I think a Canuck is like a... Like a deer or something. But if it's like a you know a deer that's up in the snow and ice, that makes sense. No, yeah, one hundred percent makes sense. Oh no, it's a it's a slang term for a Canadian. Oh, so it's like uh, what? Who well, are we the, got the Texans. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, slang term for American is a Texan. So it's like the Montreal Canadiens and the Vancouver Canucks, which really means the Vancouver Canadians. Canadians. <laughs> Just like, we're, yeah, the Houston Texans. That's why I said we need to have Washington Americans to go against the New England Patriots. No, the Washington Metropolitans. That's why it makes sense. No, 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 because Walsh, that's like the metropolitan area. That's like what they're... New York. Washington is a metropolitan area. Yeah, but New York is like New England area is a lot bigger. They have New York. New York's tiny, though. New York City's a huge metropolitan. Yeah, but I'm saying space-wise. Like, the whole state of New York can be a metropolitan, and not even half of Washington could be metropolitan, and it's still bigger because you got to think of landmass and how big these states actually... New York, like, the state yep. of New York isn't that big. Well, if we're talking Washington about... Washington is huge. If we're talking about metropolitans, we got to come out of that DFW, H-Town area, you know? Also, New York does have a hockey team, I think. Oh, I don't know hockey, dude. I'm talking. I'm talking. <laughs> I know what you're talking. I'm talking foodie ball. Do you have a football team? No. No. Oh. Why would they though? New- oh, they have the Rangers. That's in, what's in New York. They have the New Eng- They have New England. New England company is like the New England area. Yeah. Which is the, the original thirteen colonies. Do you know the Fifty States song? Nope. Me and um. <laughs> We were oh we were like sitting in the living room talking about uh like like how we can um or can't name all the states on a map. Yeah. 
And um, I was like, no, I can do, like, maybe 10. My roommate was like, I can do the south from, like, California to Texas over to Louisiana. I was like, oh, okay. See, I kind of remember the Latin America, like, Caracas, Venezuela, Bogota, Colombia, I don't know. Peru, La Villa, I don't know South America, but we both, me and, uh, there was three of us in the living room, and me and the other roommate, we just started singing the 50 States song. My, <laughs> one of my roommates was like, I was like, can you name the 50 States? And she was like, no. And I was like, what? And I was like, Alabama. And we just went off, and she looked at us like. It's that, it, wait, no, is it from that little, um, like, cartoon? 50, like, nifty, United no. States from 13 original colonies. I don't know. But no. I was like, I was like, Kristen, what kind of education did you get? Obviously, probably a better one than me, honestly, but that's something that I remember. At one time, I memorized them all. It's just, I don't, mm, not no more. It's not a big deal. I got if, this I got this handy-dandy cool tool called Google. If nothing else in life, I have um, a really bad following on social media, like not a lot. Um, you can follow me at Shardangerous, S-H-A-R Dangerous. Um, I've got a high school diploma, and I know all 50 states in the United States of America. Puerto Rico might become the 51st state. Did you know that? No, Random. There's like, I know, but I thought we had two um, territories that we're looking into making states. I know we got Puerto Rico. I don't know. Well, it's, no, Cuba's not the other one. Uh, I was like, Cuba? Yeah, yeah, we got an embargo on them, so I will say no. No, no way. Um, we were talking about it in one of my class. I had a speech last week, and uh, it was like uh, one of the girls was like talking about how whatchamacallit, how it should be, uh, how we should vote to make it a, a whatchamacallit. Yeah. And I was like, she was like, because of taxes and this and that, it'll contribute to their economy, which will contribute to our economy and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, that's a lot of that triple down economics. I just, it's, it, it's interesting to see, since it is an island, just like, at least it's not 10, 12,000 miles away, like Hawaii. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, Hawaii is an island, and it's it's still yeah, a state. At but... least it's, like, close to us. And the only, like, the literally the only difference would be is that they would have the right to vote I mean, now. Because... The reason we had, like, we made Hawaii a state is because that was our, like, pinnacle defense point towards, like, all of Asia. Yeah. Like, that's where we wanted our, our ships and stuff, so... Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like I was saying, the only the only thing that they have that they don't have right now is like the right to vote. Mm-hmm. But they're a U.S. territory, so yeah. they still have to follow U.S. laws and things like that. They just don't get the right to vote on their president, but he's their president. You know what I mean? So, but I, I always I do think it's kind of odd that we still have a territories. That's weird. I don't like it. It makes me feel kind of uneasy. It makes me makes us feel like uh, imperial imperialism is a thing still. Mm, and it's not, right? <laughs> not anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank God. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Whoa. So we got uh, coming up next week is our going to be our finals week. So uh, we'll see kind of how that is. We might move it. We might not. We might have it a little bit shorter, depending on. Yeah, we gave you guys a long one this week. You're welcome. Thank so, you. So, I mean, if you nice. really wanted, if, we, if something happened, we have finals, we can't. You can just listen to half of this and then the other half and just still be like, the normal time yeah right, right? so <laughs> um and i think that um bob's going home for the break right mm-hmm. i am not i'll be here so instead of recording myself talking for an hour i think that i'm going to try and get some in the can with him so that we can uh still put him out next week mm-hmm. um 
we'll keep updating our songs of the week playlist and um thank you guys for tuning in too and that's right and like we said we have uh we were gonna have the um grammys list coming out and that's gonna be out next week uh supposed to come out this week but we'll be coming out next week and we'll go further into detail on that but in the meantime thanks for listening to wave, wave of the, the planet, planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.